Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, it's time to roll. Get up and get at it. Scott with you this morning on the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. It's 4.56 a.m., 21 degrees here in Eau Claire, 26 in La Crosse. Marshfield has 21, 25 in Green Bay. Rice Lake is at 21, Wausau at 21, Madison 22, Milwaukee 30, and up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there, says it's 23 degrees. Hey, it's a little foggy out there today. Might not be as foggy as the past few days, but we're looking at more of the same where that fog is concerned. Be careful for patches of black ice and the like out there on the highway, or for that matter, when you're walking across your farmyard. The weather today is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. The Marquardt Motors Service Department is open 7 to 5.30, Monday to Friday and Saturday, 8 to 3, for all your vehicle needs, including your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotations and service inspections. Schedule your visit at MarcourtMotors.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's daylight in the swamp someplace. Let's get up and get after these morning chores. It is 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Mucho. Lawmakers are resuming their count of electoral votes after protesters stormed the Capitol Wednesday afternoon. Immediately after reconvening, the House and Senate rejected an objection to the vote in Arizona. Another objection to results in Pennsylvania was rejected by the Senate. On this vote, the yeas are 7, the nays are 92. The objection is not sustained. One woman who was a veteran was shot and killed inside the U.S. Capitol. She lived in San Diego. The latest from Phil Farrar. The husband of Ashley Babbitt, a 14-year Air Force veteran, says she was a great patriot, says she did four tours of duty and told KUSI-TV in San Diego she was a strong supporter of President Trump. This was a shot that rang out. A graphic video posted on social media showing the woman lying on the floor in a hallway area as Trump supporters were gathered around the chambers of the U.S. Senate. The Metropolitan Police Department says an investigation into her death continues. The FBI is asking for information and identifying people who stormed the U.S. Capitol. The Bureau has set up a website where people can submit information as well as digital media. Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger is calling on Vice President Mike Pence and Cabinet Secretaries to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove President Trump from office. The Maryland Democrat says what happened at the U.S. Capitol was a violent insurrection that resulted in death, injury, and and insurmountable damage to the nation's reputation on the world stage. This is a really sad day for our country. I just can't believe this is happening in the United States of America. You know, we're the strongest country in the world, and we're embarrassing ourselves. He said President Trump should be removed from office. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And an update on that first story. Uh, Later this morning, or very early this morning, a couple of hours ago, Congress in both houses, the joint session, did ratify the Electoral College vote. So uh, President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will be inaugurated 
on the 20th. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The training and leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you, too, can serve part-time in the community you love, visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Our distributing home of Big Bear down in Abbotsford is the largest bear bait supplier in the state. Come in now for the Mantis Pro 400 call, Mantis 75 call, and the Mantis Pro decoy. The Cyclops varmint lights and Numerex optical dynamics lights are all on sale now. And of course, all your bear hunting needs are at our distributing home of Big Bear down in Abbotsford. Give them a call at 715-316-0900 or check them out online at BigBearDown.com. They keep the big bears coming back. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 21 degrees here at Wax 104.5 in Eau Claire. Across the 26, Marshfield 21. Green Bay has 25. Rice Lake 21. Wausau 21. Madison 22. Milwaukee is at 30. And my beautiful weather reporter on Iman Ridge says it's 23 degrees there. Well, this morning is expected to bring the same sort of weather we've had during the past few days foggy but it shouldn't be as dense a fog as it's been during those recent mornings the high temperature also shouldn't change much uh hanging around the mid to upper 20s there is hope for sunshine by the weekend today we're looking at a high of 27 and a low of 18 friday a high of 28 and a low of 15 and saturday a high of 26 in a low of 17. That weather brought to you by Marcourt Motors. Marcourt Motors has their winterization package available, which includes coolant protection level tests, front and real, rear caliper te- services, starting and charging system checks, and a multi-point vehicle inspection, all for only $99.99. Find out all the details at marcourtmotors.com. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's have a look at some of those markets at 5.06 a.m. on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 108 to 113 with mixed 87 to 107. Fed beef heifers 108 to 112 and three quarters with mixed 72 to 107. Fed Holstein steers 90 to 96 and a quarter with select and choice 58 to 89. Cows are at 47 to 69. Bulls, 69 to 84 and a half. Butcher hogs are at 35 and down. Boars, 12 and a half and down. New crop market lambs are at 155 to 235. And old crop lambs, 125 and down. Feeder lambs are at 175 to 275. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February at 115, down a nickel. April 119.27, up 17. 
June one fourteen ninety five up twenty seven in August one fourteen fifty two up forty feeder cattle for January one thirty five seventy seven down ninety cents March one thirty five one thirty six fifty seven down eighty five April one thirty eight sixty two down seventy five in May one forty fifteen down seventy lean hogs for February sixty nine seventy seven down one fifteen April seventy three even down a dollar ten May seventy seven sixty down eighty five cents and June eighty three sixty two down fifty seven cents and on the grains futures corn opened the morning for March at four ninety that's down five March oats at three fifty nine is steady. March soybeans thirteen fifty three down eight, and soybean meal for March four hundred thirty five dollars and ninety cents a ton. That's down two dollars and ninety cents. March wheat is at six thirty nine. That's down six. Barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday at one sixty four. That was up eight and a half. Forty pound blocks at one seventy eight and a half. Up a dollar, or rather, up ten and three quarters. And butter grade double A was. Down one and a quarter at one forty three and a half on the class three futures. January is at sixteen sixty six, up forty nine. February nineteen oh four, up a dollar seventeen. March eighteen ninety two, up eighty nine. And April eighteen twenty six, up twenty eight. Those prices are mixed through December. Weather Shield Transportation in Medford is looking for professional truck drivers to deliver product from Weather Shield window and door manufacturing facilities located in central Wisconsin. If you desire to become a part of a team of drivers who place a premium on customer service, safety, professionalism, and driver quality of life, please call them today at 1-800-654-8641 or apply online at weathershield.com slash contact. They offer an attractive pay package, sign-on bonus and benefits, quarterly bonus programs, company-paid life insurance and short-term disability, holiday pay, and paid vacation upon hire and more. They are accepting CDL driving school graduates and have tuition reimbursement bonuses. They run a fleet of late model assigned equipment with a wide selection of loads delivering throughout the United States and Canada. Interested candidates should contact Weathershield Transportation at 642 South Whelan Avenue in Medford, weathershield.com slash contact or call 1-800-654-8641. Weather Shield Transportation is an equal opportunity employer. Can't see to drive at night? Foggy glasses from your mask? This is Dr. Tom Harvey, and I care about your vision. I have solutions that can help correct your sight issues. With my new practice, Independent Vision Group, you now have direct access to me and my team to get the surgical correction that you need. We can get you back to driving at night with cataract surgery or free you from glasses with a simple LASIK procedure. For more information about my practice, Independent Vision Group, go to indy-vision.com to start seeing your world more clearly. Find out more online at Indy-Vision.com, I-N-D-E-Vision.com. Agriculture, it's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Heading up the barn alley with those morning chores this morning at 10 after 5. Hey, yesterday and the day before, you heard the news that the Wisconsin Allison Dairyland program will not be upgraded this year or updated, that Julia Nunez... The current Allison Dairyland will be serving an extra year because of the coronavirus pandemic. And Bob caught up with Julia, who is up uh, from the Chippewa Falls Tilden area, and talked with her a little bit about that new situation that she's bumped into. 
Well, she is Alice in Dairyland, and she will be for a while. We're talking about Julia Nunes from the Chippewa Falls Tilden area. And, Julia, your bosses down at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection made the decision there will be no Alice Finals this coming summer. So are you the 73rd or the 74th, or are you the 73rd and the 74th? What have they told you? (laughs) Yes, so I believe I will be assuming the role of the 74th Alice in Dairyland, and nobody wanted the, the finals to get canceled. That will be happening later this year. But unfortunately, with the pandemic, that needed to happen. So I will be assuming the role of the 74th and then, the, yeah, the 74th Alice in Dairyland uh, later this year, which which just seems a little bit crazy, but I'm I'm up for the challenge. And I, I know you're up for the challenge, but you have to be excited, too, because it's no fun being Alice in Dairyland with all the opportunities out there in a normal year to be stuck at home and doing things over Zoom and programs like that. That can't be fun. After a while, it's got to get old. <laughs> this year has definitely been different. Um, I've, I've had my fair share of fun, but I am looking forward to this upcoming year. Serena's the 74th Alice in Dairyland. And I have my fingers crossed that I hope we will be able to do some of those events that Alice in Dairyland usually attends, like maybe the state fair. But I, I'm not going to hold my breath. I, I know that there's still a possibility that those things won't happen, but I'm hoping for the best. So at this point in time, what we know is there will be no finals this coming summer in Walworth County. Have they given you any indication on when they at least hope to be able to have you out in the public at the schools or attending different events? Right now, I don't have much of an indication. I think we're kind of waiting to see what happens in the world. Um, I just know for the next couple of months, I'll be kind of hunkered down at home in Chippewa Falls. So what does that allow you to do? So I've been doing a lot of virtual events. Uh, I have kind of a TV studio set up in my parents' basement where I'm able to do some some TV interviews, which has been interesting. So I'm kind of my own camera crew and lights team. So I'm gaining a lot of skills at home, which is uh, kind of an adventure in itself. But a lot of virtual things and then hopefully kind of stepping up my social media game. Julia Nunez, the 73rd or 74th, it sounds like 74th, Alice in Dairyland. Uh, she's going to be spending that extra year in that role. And Bob is going to be with us again later next week with more with that Julia Nunez interview and a little bit more in depth about how that program is going to be looking. There's no such thing as having too much cheese. So it's time to restock after the holidays with Marika Gouda in Thorpe, where they are passionate about modern family farming. Try something new. Marika Gouda bacon, black mustard, or honey clover. If you think it, they probably have it. And not only their award-winning cheeses, but you can shop for wines, chocolates, and Dutch flare items, too. Check out their new and improved website and make all your shopping easier and enjoyable. MarikaGouda.com. Remember to try Marika Golden, the cheese of the month. Marika Gouda in Thorpe at Marika The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 21 degrees as we continue up the alley with the morning chores. Let's have a look at some of the farm news around the countryside. 
Well, the monthly margin for November under the Dairy Margin Coverage Program was 1187 a hundredweight. That's the second highest monthly margin for 2020. Margins are still expected to fall in 2021 with levels that trigger federal assistance payments for much of the year. The November U.S. average all-milk price was $21.30 a hundredweight, the highest of all 2020 monthly milk prices, but that month's DMC feed cost calculation was $9.43 a hundredweight of milk, also the year's highest. The highest margin in 2020 and the highest since November of 2014 was $12.40 a hundredweight in July when the all-milk price was $20.20 a hundredweight, but the feed cost was only eight oh nine a hundredweight. The effect of COVID-19 and opportunities for Wisconsin agribusinesses are topics for the upcoming Wisconsin Agricultural Outlook Forum, which will be held virtually on January 26th. That forum features academic and industry leaders and is sponsored by the UW-Madison College of Agricultural and Life Sciences, Division of Extension, Office of University Relations, and several organizations and associations. The 2021 forum organized by UW-Madison's Rank Agribusiness Institute, will be live-streamed on the Institute's YouTube page and will run 9 a.m. to noon. Registration, for which there's no charge, is due through the university by January 25th. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is accepting public input on an update to the state's elk management plan through January 23rd. The management plan outlines objectives and strategies to guide elk management in the state through 2030. Those who wish to provide comments may do so by emailing elkplan at wisconsin.gov. Again, that's elkplan at wisconsin.gov or by mailing to Scott Repke at the DNR Black River Falls office. DNR staff will present the plan to the public at a virtual open house sessions 10:30 or 10 a.m. to noon January 9th and 6 to 8 p.m. on January 11th. More information is available at the Wisconsin DNR website. And Thorpe Dairy Farmer Amy Penterman was chosen yesterday as the next Dairy Business Association president. Penterman, who will be the first woman to lead the group, said dairy is the backbone of our state's economy and rural communities and that she's passionate about keeping it strong now and for future generation. She's also a crop insurance agent and was elected as the DB, to the DBA's board in 2017. She farms with her husband, Sander, at Dutch Dairy. She's been part of the farm since 2007, and that farm milks 850 cows with 1,300 acres. Penterman was chosen as the DBA's president-elect in 2019 and previously served as the DBA's secretary. Wait, stop the countdown. Uh, It's the final days of the Command the Season sales event at Prestige Kia. For a limited time, everyone gets our lowest year-end pricing and exceptional trade-in values. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your old car is worth, Prestige Kia wants it. So you can drive home a new Kia for less. It's the final days to get zero interest financing for 75 months. Lease a new 2021 Kia Sportage LX all-wheel drive SUV. Just $199. 
$199 per month. You heard right, $199 per month. And you still get the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Don't miss your last chance to get our best year-end deals. Only at Prestige Kia, home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty, just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire, or visit us online at spendlessgetmore.com. Zero APR is 1313 per thousand financed on select models. 36 months, 3932 at signing, 12,000 mile per year lease. Plus tax title license and first month payment. Zero security deposit with approved credit. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 19 minutes past 5 o'clock here at Wax 104.5. Continuing on with morning chores. Hey, you've heard all about fake news. Everybody's been talking about it, it seems. Well, in the hog industry, there is an issue that they've bumped into where fake news issues are concerned. And Bob looked into that. Voss says the governor... In agriculture, we go right to the top. And we're going to talk about the hog industry and animal agriculture. For that, we're going to the president of the National Pork Producers Council, and that's A.V. Roth, who is a pork producer, feeder pig producer in Wazika, right here in Wisconsin, in southwest Wisconsin. And first of all, A.V., Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. And let's hope 2021 is a much better year for a lot of reasons a lot of challenges in animal agriculture, and one of the catchphrases we've had for about the past four or five years is fake news. And you and the industry had a chance to observe that firsthand. Tell us about the story of some of the fake news we had recently on a major broadcast network. So what had happened, it was on Fox News, and the anti-agriculture activists, um, faked that they were the CEO of a major pork producing producer. And they got on there and uh, basically said some things that are not true with animal agriculture. And it just, it re- honestly, it really goes to show you how defiant, how, how, how much they're willing to lie just to get people to believe their side. Um, they've tried, you know, Proving people that eating meat isn't healthy. Well, they, you know, tried to shame people into thinking that. Uh, for me, I, um, these pork and beef and all all products are extremely good and healthy. Um, so it just goes to show you how far they'll go, you know, especially using a pandemic like this to, to further their, their cause. It's just unbelievable. I mean, there's people that are suffering, farmers going out of business. Um, people not having enough food in the grocery stores for a while. Yeah, there was plenty of pork there, but with the whole slowdown, uh, with the packing plants and processing, there, there were shelves that were empty. Yeah, and that's very important. And a guy going on a major network like that on Fox News and talking down, telling lies about the industry, how irreparable is that as far as damage to the industry? Because you'll never get that kind of a place to tell the story, but they had national network ability to do that, and people that heard that are never going to hear the other side. Yeah. So what they've done is they ghost a, um, an account, um, I don't know if it was a Twitter account or Facebook account, and text account, I'm not sure what it was, and they got on there, and yeah, they, they spilled the lies. And it, yeah, it's irreparable damage. I don't know how we're going to get that back. You know, farmers are going to keep telling their story. And that people need to go out and reach out to their farmers and hear, hear that. 
to get that. I hope Fox is out there listening and they bring on a producer and come and just tell their, the other side of that. Yeah, that's what we need, no question about it. Hey, A.V., you mentioned the COVID bill, COVID relief. We know the CFAP 1 and CFAP 2 and market facilitation programs we had over the past couple of years. This new COVID bill, as far as the pork industry is concerned, what's it going to mean for a pork producer? Uh, it's going to mean a lot. You know, this COVID pandemic was a black swan event. Uh, producers are hurting and still hurting if they wouldn't get this extra money. Uh, from the government. You know, some of the money that's in there is not just for eight, not just for swine, but for all agriculture. The $635 million to ensure U.S. agriculture inspectors are at our borders, that's our first line of defense against foreign animal diseases. And that's, in my opinion, that's the easiest way for it to get in there is some contaminated meat, meat coming in or coming in through animals, infected animals. The next thing that they have down here is $20 million in funding for the state diagnostic labs. You know, that, again, if we're going to stop foreign animal diseases, we have to have that money. And they were helping out their human health partners, which they should, this pandemic. But we got to make sure they're funded, able to stop foreign animal disease. And also the $284.5 for the protection program. Again, there's producers out there that use that. And getting the language changed like that. Agriculture farmers could use that was extremely important. And then the other thing that is in that bill is for those euthanized animals. This is something that was desperately needed. I fielded so many calls this last summer of producers that didn't know what they're going to do because they had to euthanize their animals because they're too large to go through the processing processing plants. And these just weren't a few animals. This was a pretty significant number of hogs that had to be euthanized across the country because of these packing plants had to shut down because of COVID, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's over a million pigs that went missing. So I, I don't want to speculate on how many actually got euthanized, but between that and local butcher plants, for sure over a million pigs went missing, and probably more than that through one way or the other. And, of course, we never stop research, and one of the things we've heard about recently is a new type of hog, really, a gall-safe pig that's being bred and farrowed and finished over in Iowa. And uh, this is something like, I suppose, people that are lactose intolerant for dairy, this is kind of the answer for red meat eaters, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think this is a great, huge, all genetically modified animals are great, greatly improve our human health. Um, you know, that's one thing that we just got done in, in December. The Trump administration announced his intention to, for USDA to have primary oversight over genetically edited livestock. Now, there had been a big fight between USDA and FDA in that regulatory, and U.S. farmers were in the middle. We got caught in the middle of it while China, Brazil, and Canada were going ahead with this. But, yes, you know, the other things, not just with that, but, you know, it makes these animals more disease-resistant, requires fewer antibiotics, and have a smaller environmental footprint. And that's not just for, for hogs. You know, I know dairy has some that is that way to help with heat and things like that. This is extremely important. As we look at the, these hogs, as far as the genetic modification in them, we're looking at uh, people now would be able to eat meat, red meat, without breaking out in some kind of uh, allergies, right? Yeah, so some of those allergies, you know, that people that have the red meat with this, this kind of meat would be able to eat it without breaking out allergies. 
absolutely. And that's just one of the many things that have you know come along that we've really done done well with. Also, as we look ahead, exports, pork industry has to export to stay profitable. Over the past few years, China has had to depopulate their herds, really and truly. They slaughtered more hogs than we have in this country because of African swine fever. What do you look at as far as repopulating the Chinese herd and exports to other parts of the world, Japan and, uh, and other places uh, around the around the globe? So, yeah, absolutely. China had um, African swine fever. That's, again, there's a great reason why we need to make sure their inspectors are fully funded at our borders. But they lost, there's different reports on how many pigs that were lost over there, but they had more than half the pigs in the world. And with that, they lost a considerable amount, um, and they've been one of the big helps in our trade. They have been buying a lot of U.S. pork. And if, we, if they wouldn't be in the market right now the way they are, uh, it would be a lot worse for producers here in the U.S. Um, but with, uh, with China doing that, they are coming back, you know, are repopulating. Now, as you repopulate, you got to save more guilt. So, again, they're still going to be using, you know, more pork from other, wares, other parts of the world. Now, it wasn't as big a boom as we thought it was going to be here in the U.S. Uh, they basically, with China, they just, they're, population did without and they tried bringing in seafood and other things they just there's first thing there wasn't enough meat on the open market in pork to supply what they were short but they just had their population do without we're hoping that even the increase that we have will be able to keep uh, most of that going forward as a as they rebuild but with that you know you talk about japan yeah we had a the egg deal with japan was extremely extremely good you know we had already started falling behind to our competitors in, in Japan and started losing market share. Now, with that, one of the things that we're hoping that comes about is getting back into that TP, or CPTPP, the Comprehensive Progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership, and that's Japan's in there, along with Canada, Chile, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Peru, Singapore, Vietnam, and Brunei. Well, these are major pork eaters. And if we can get back into that, would be something be extremely important for pork producers in this war, in this uh, U.S. Now, that's all we want to do is be able to sell, you know, raise our pork and be able to sell it to to producers. We really, you know, this has been unprecedented time. Producers generally don't like taking money from the government. We don't want them to be in our business. Now, with the whole COVID thing, we had to. And there's producers. There's a lot of pigs and sows that went out of business because of this whole COVID. But Getting that money from the government would be a great help, and getting things like the getting back into CPTPP would be extremely good help to to further our cause in the pork industry to make things stable. We've got to get back to stability in this, not only in the pork but in this country as well. Yeah, we got to get market prices where they're sustainable for hog producers. A lot of empty hog barns in places like Iowa and Minnesota, that's for sure. Well, A.V., hopefully the uh, 2020 year will be a whole lot better on a lot of different fronts, and the hog industry can take advantage of that. So, again, a happy new year to, to you and the, the rest of all our hog producers around the country. And happy new year to you. I hope everyone has a a much, much better 2021 than they did 2020. I think everybody feels that way. A.V. Roth from down the Watsika area. He is the president of the National Pork Producers Council 
I'm Bob Bosold. Half past the hour, and we're going to be getting after the markets in a moment. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock. You have some experience as a mechanic or service technician, and you're ready for more. Tractor Central is ready to invest in you. John Deere's Accelerated Technician Training Program expands on your knowledge with industry-leading training in a shorter period of time. Through a combination of web-based and instructor-led courses, you'll graduate in months, not years, while working full-time as a technician at Tractor Central. Ready to learn more? Check out current openings at TractorCentral.com and click on Careers. It's a John Deere day. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's 5.31 a.m., 21 degrees here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. We have Rocky Olson on from Premier Livestock over at Withy. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. What a nice, well, it's the same kind of day as it's been, I guess, in the past few days. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, but it's, it's... Yeah, we'll get sunshine eventually, I guess. Yeah. So, hey, Rocky, tell us what's going on in the markets over there in the Withy area. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's special dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We did sell over 200 head of uh, dairy cattle. Uh, we did have uh, many reputation consignments. Uh, we had a real nice herd of cows came out of Missouri. Uh, top end uh, Supreme Fresh Cows brought 1,800 to 2,500. Uh, other good cows, 1,200 to 1,775. Top Spring and Heifers brought 1,200 to 1,750. Uh, extreme Top Registered Spring and Heifer brought 2,000. Lower quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 1175 and down. Next dairy cattle auction will be next week, Wednesday. Uh, we got lots of nice dairy cattle. We're taking consignments for that auction. Then next Friday, uh, that's going to be our special monthly dairy heifer auction. Have several nice bunches of heifers. We're definitely looking for more heifers. Uh, if you have consignments, give us a call. Quick market recap for the week. On the fed cattle, they traded strong this week. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 93 to a dollar two fifty choice beef steers and heifers ninety six to a dollar six market cows uh, traded a little lower towards the end of the week start of the week higher uh, most of the cows traded from forty four to fifty seven uh, high yielding cows most of them uh, higher end cows were sold on Monday but brought fifty eight to seventy one market bulls mostly seventy five to ninety four organic market cows sold every Monday mostly from sixty five to eighty one. Uh, calf market showed a little strength this week. Newborn Holstein bull calves traded from 70 to 142.50 per head. Beef calves 100 to 295. Holstein heifer calves 10 to 40. Questions? Uh, give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. Lots more detailed information on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. We're out in the country looking at uh, cattle every day. We'd certainly like to take a look at yours. So that's the way it's shaped up, Scott. Hey, and you know, the, the it has it's not terrible handling cattle in this weather, other than driving through some fog early in the morning. But uh, you have to be kind of pleased with the way this year has started weather-wise. Boring can be good, can it? That's right. No, we're definitely enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. We'll all enjoy boring with you, Rocky. How about you that? You go, you go, yep. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you Monday. Hey, thanks a lot. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. And, hey, speaking of weather, 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 the weather is boring. 
it's never boring when Kelly Slifka's around. I know that for sure. And uh, maybe Kelly will be sending us some sunshine later this week or by Sunday at least. Kelly, do you have sunshine coming our way? Maybe Kelly isn't there going to give us any sunshine this morning. Good morning, Kelly. Are you with us? Oh, we can't raise him right now, at least on my end. So I'll tell you what uh, Kelly had written earlier, that uh, this morning is expected to bring the same sort of weather that we've had during the past few days. That's foggy, but it shouldn't be as dense a fog as it's been during recent mornings. The high temperature also shouldn't change much, hanging in the mid to upper 20s. There will be hope for sunshine by the weekend. Today we're looking at a high of 27 with a low of 18. Friday, a high of 28 with a low of 15. And Saturday, a high of 26 with a low of 17, 21 degrees. Here in Eau Claire right now, that weather, Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt Motors has a new inventory of trucks, SUVs, and cars arriving daily, along with a strong selection of General Motors certified pre-owned vehicles. Now's the time to visit. All that information is at marquartmotors.com. Hiring bonus, high wages, and paid vacation time. Look no further. Sierra Pacific Windows in Maryland Medford is hiring. Entry-level positions start at $18.75 an hour with a $2 shift differential. There are multiple shifts available, and they vary by location. Don't forget about Sierra Pacific's hiring bonus, which could earn you up to $1,500. No experience? No problem. They offer training and promote from within. Sierra Pacific Windows offers a great benefit package, including paid vacation, retirement contributions, company paid life insurance, and low-cost health benefits. For more information and how to apply at all three locations, including their newest wood window location in Merrill, call or visit SierraPacificWindows.com and click Careers. Start your next career with one of the most rapidly growing window companies in the U.S., Sierra Pacific Windows. Sierra Pacific is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer, including those with a disability and veterans. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Find us at smithfuneralec.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 37 537 a.m. That's 23 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 as we head toward the milk house with the morning chores. Let's have a listen to what happened at yesterday's Barron Equity Market. And then we're going to be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Market. Choice beef steers and heifers sold from 90 to 98. Choice Holstein steers sold from 82 to 87. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from 80 and down. Cow cows, the top 20% sold from 48 to 51.50, topping out at 59. 60% sold from 33.50 to 48. 60% sold from 33.50 and down. Cow bulls sold from 50 to 70. Calves quality Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 115, topping out at 120. Light and poor quality calves sold from 50 and down. Beef calves sold from 130 to 270. Our next sheep and goat sale is January 16th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day. It's th- Thanks for that report. And 
it's time to hear from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market, working his way through what light fog there might be out there this morning. Folks should pay attention because there's some out there. Good morning, Jerry. Scott, and a good morning to you. And, well, that's very good advice, I guess, before we do anything else, is it's, uh, we're in this uh, period where, well, I don't know, we might see some sun, might not see some sun, whatever, but do drive careful because it's, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, but, you know, it's, be nice to see the sun, but I don't think anybody's complaining about January when you wake up at January seventh and it's uh, like what nineteen degrees. Uh, right. uh, really complain too much about that. You know, Jerry, I have to tell you, you said some key words in there. You said that's good advice. People always get good advice when they're talking to me and you, don't they? Well, I guess we'll just let's just say this: our <laughs> advice, they can. Or leave it or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. So, hey, tell us what's going on at the market, Jerry. All right, uh, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, uh, Wednesday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the feeder cattle auction on yesterday's uh, sale. Lightweight beef steers and heifers on yesterday's sale were selling mostly from a dollar ten to a dollar twenty-two. Heavier beef steers and heifers uh, mostly from eighty-five to a dollar twenty. On the Holstein line yesterday, uh, lightweight Holsteins from eighty-seven to one hundred five. Your heavier Holsteins are mostly from seventy to ninety-seven. Now on the market uh, end of the sale yesterday, market cows uh, on a weaker trend yesterday as compared to earlier in the week. Higher yielding fleshier cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 51 to 57 and a half. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's sale, your average cows are selling from 40 to 50. Uh, thin carcass, uh, light carcass, thin cows, $40 and below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are selling from uh, uh, 73 to 85. Lighter weight bulls, uh, 69 and below. On the fat cattle trade, your choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 84 to 94. Select grading cattle under finished cattle, 81 and down. On the calf market on yesterday's auction, better quality, 95 to 130 pound Holstein bull calves, 50 to 120. Heifer calves, mostly 20 to 40. Good quality beef calves yesterday, 100 to 225. And now we are at Thursday already here. Uh, Regular market uh, auction today here at Equity Stratford on the Thursday sale. And, again, we do get started uh, this morning at 11 o'clock. We sell market cows. We sell fat cattle and bulls and then baby calves this afternoon. So we will, as uh, you may have uh, recalled last Thursday, we did not sell calves because of the holiday. But we will be selling baby calves today here at Equity Stratford. So, again, uh, all this information on our sales schedule uh, is on our website. Just keep in mind our next hay sale will be next Tuesday. Uh, and all that, like I said, is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, or you can give us a call here at uh, 715-687-4101. Scott, we will send her back to you, and uh, you enjoy the day. And again, folks, drive careful, and, uh, mm-hmm. well, every day that we can make it through January uh, without any negative signs bef- in front of the thing is, is uh, us. Yep, it's another day closer to getting the garden and... All those fields planted, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know if we want to get that far yet, but uh, and I guess for for uh, for peace of mind, we could uh, uh, probably not a real good idea to be watching a lot of news programs. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, I'm just going to hunker down and sit tight today. So we'll catch you later, Jerry. Sound good, Scott. Thank you. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. We'll be hearing more from him tomorrow. And right now, let's go over to Michelle. I think I have Michelle on over at 
the Tureen Livestock Market. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Oh, just great. How, you know, how, how can I not be? The weather is right. uh, the- exceptionally, well, boring, but I'll take it. Mild, mild, and mild. it makes the winter go a lot faster. Mild, let's say mm. it's mild. There we go. And and yes, like Jerry was just saying, winter's clipping right along, isn't it? So it speaking is. of clipping along, I suppose you can tell us what went on last night over at your market barn. All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up this up from Wednesday, January 6th, at Turin Lesdak Market in the Sautica Market, we tapped at 57 with 81% of the cows selling from 39 and higher. Market cows were 49 to 56, well, yielding cows 40, 43 to 48, 48, 48, 38 to 48, thin and cows 39 and lower. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice and Prime, 84 to 94, selects were 82 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, Choice, 87 to 98, selects were 85 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 65 to 78, with the utilities at 64 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 65 to $118 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $25 per head. Beef calves, 95 to two eighty five per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were thirty eight and a half, sows were twenty nine to thirty four and a half, boars were fifteen and a half and below. Our next will be Monday, January eleventh. We'll start with calves at five PM. If you have a question or you'd like an afternoon visit, give us a call at the market at seven one five six six nine seven one two seven and check us out on the web at TLMthorpe.com for all the veteran livestock, your independent family owned and operating market. Have a great day. Hey, Michelle, as you were giving your market report there, it dawned on me that uh, Bob, of course, uh, took today off. And I I suspect he might be uh, taking it off to bake cookies for me and you. That's what I think anyway. I I don't know, but I think that might be it. Do you want to thank him in advance for the cookies that I'm sure he's going to deliver sometime today? Oh, Oh, today, nonetheless. How yeah, nice. Right. You know, yeah. if do you either... like nuts? Do you like do you like nuts in your cookies? Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a chocolate chip cookie, do you like nuts in your cookies? We I'll... should probably clarify this now. Right, right. We should be we should be specific because the all the cookies that Bob bakes for you and I, you know, we need to be a little more specific. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we're not specific they... enough. Hey, I, I mean, like, I may have to head it on a golden platter if I get it. So then, <laughs> you know, it'll be something special. So. Yeah, I suspect your luck is going to be as good as mine getting those cookies, let me tell you. Probably, probably. Yep. All right. We'll catch you later, Michelle. Sounds good. Take care. That's Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. And, hey, let's go up to the, or down to the, well, over. I don't know how you look at these maps anymore to the Sparta Equity Barn to hear the latest report from the Sparta Equity Barn. The slaughter come marked today steady with 20% of the cows at 55 to 65, 40, 60% of the cows at 40 to 55, and 20% of the cows at 40 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high-yielding commercial bulls, 68 to 75. We topped at 82.50 with your canner lightweight utility bulls and heavyweight bulls over a ton at 68 and down. Fed cattle market steady with a choice. Overnight beef steers and heifers, a dollar five to a dollar ten. We topped at one eleven and a quarter. 
Select the choice beef steers and heifers at $94 to $1.05. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at $96 to $1. Choice overnight Holstein steers $90 to $96. Choice Holstein $78 to $90. With your standard select steers and heifers and heavyweight cattle at $78 and down. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves $70 to $1.20. Heifer calves at $20 to $50. And the good beef type calves at $1.50 to $2.20 a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, January 7th, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle starting at 12 o'clock, followed at 12.30 with the feeders. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more info about adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 13 minutes before 6 o'clock as we near the milk house with this morning's chores. Let's go over to the Zambroda barn to hear the latest from that central livestock facility. Taking a look first at the sheep and goat division, we had market lambs in. New crop bringing a dollar seventy-five to two sixty. Feeder lambs weighing fifty to seventy pounds brought two fifty to three seventy, with the seventy to one hundred ten pounds from two forty to three oh five. We had slaughter use, utility, and goods ranging from ninety-five to a dollar seventy-five. And in the goat division, small goats in forty to sixty pounds. They were bringing from eighty-five to two hundred and forty dollars. Seventy to ninety pounds brought from one fifty to two hundred and ninety-five. Goats that weighed ninety to one hundred pounds, two hundred to four hundred dollars. With the nanny goats ranging from one ninety-five to three hundred and twenty-five dollars per head. And taking a look at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had some feeder pigs in weighing 60 to 80 pounds, bringing up to 55. 80 to 100 pounds brought 35 to 55, with feeder pigs 100 to 120 pounds, bringing up to $65 per head. Also, again, a reminder of our special feeder cattle sale. That's coming up this Thursday, January 7th. The sale will get started at 10 o'clock. And then don't forget this Saturday, January 9th, is the next hay and bedding auction. Right now, we've got 60 medium squares of straw coming in for the sale. The sale will get started at 10 o'clock. And if you'd like more information, you can contact Big John at 507-259-7244. Then also, next Tuesday, January 12th, is the next dairy cattle sale. We've got 13 Holstein open heifers consigned for the sale. Their VIP weighing 400 pounds. Our dairy cattle sale will get started at noon. And that's a look at the markets for you from Central Livestock at the Zambroda Market. Synergy Cooperative, customer-owned, community-minded. Synergy's customers enjoy a wide variety of services, from C-stores with tire and automotive service, agricultural services including feed delivery or pickup at feed mills, to energy with propane delivery directly to you. Synergy Cooperative's customers receive superior customer service. Synergy Cooperative also strives for a strong and loyal presence in the communities they serve in northwest Wisconsin. Customer-owned, community-minded. That's Synergy Cooperative, here to serve you. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hanging right at 21 degrees here in Eau Claire as we roll on with the Midwest Farm Report at Wax 104.5. Let's look at some of the state and local news. None of Wisconsin's members of Congress 
uh, are saying they think the violence we saw yesterday at the U.S. Capitol is acceptable. All of them said the people who stormed the Capitol crossed the line from peaceful protesting into something else. Congressman Mike Gallagher yesterday called the chaos at the Capitol banana republic crap. Wisconsin's Democratic U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin yesterday said it was disgraceful that people took their anger out at the Capitol. She blamed President Trump for the violence. Wisconsin Republican Senator, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, said he continues to have questions and concerns about the November election, but he couldn't bring himself to challenge the results. Johnson last night did not object to the election results from Arizona. Johnson has been one of the most vocal critics about the 2020 election, but said he wasn't going to challenge the results because of yesterday's chaos at the Capitol. Johnson said states need to answer the questions about their elections or they risk angering people all over again in two years. Western Wisconsin's congressman is among those calling yesterday's violence at the nation's capital a coup. Congressman Ron Kine said yesterday should have been a celebration of the peaceful transfer of power, not a day marred by people storming the Capitol. Kine was uninjured in the chaos and said Congress must not give an inch to the hooligans who ransacked the building. Parents might be able to once again opt their students into Eau Claire Memorial High School. The city school board is looking at possibly reopening the school for open enrollment. The Eau Claire District stopped open enrollment in Memorial back in 2017 to boost enrollment at North High School. Since then, North has filled up and Memorial is the school with more space for more students. The Wisconsin Department of Health officials said yesterday the number of deaths from COVID-19 now tops 5,000 people in Wisconsin. Officials yesterday confirmed 60 additional deaths in the previous 24 hours, bringing the total to 5,039. The number of cases confirmed today or yesterday was just over 3,400, bringing the total number of cases since the beginning of the epidemic to just under 495,000. And well, the Chippewa County Sheriff's Office is looking for a manure spreader stolen in December. The Sheriff's Office officials said yesterday it was stolen during a snowstorm on November 20 or December 23rd from a property along County Highway EF near Cornell. Anybody with information is encouraged to contact Deputy Jerome at the Chippewa County Sheriff's Department. It takes all kind, folks. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you've got to see. The biggest selection for miles around, two jam-packed floors of quality. At Economy, you don't have to wait for a sale. It can be yours immediately. Everyday low prices on the best brand names, and we finance it interest-free. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, serving families since 1982. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes before six as we hit the milk house this morning with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Hey, a big forage information series coming up. 
the Focus on Forage, Optimizing Forage Production in Wisconsin program, a free seven-part webinar series highlighting research-based information and farm strategies to optimize forage yield quality and profitability. That webinar speakers include former World Forage Super Bowl farmer winners, forage industry experts, UW Extension educators, and nutrient and pest management outreach specialists. This will be Wednesdays, 12.30 to 1.30 p.m., of course, virtually at the moment, January 13th, 20th, 27th, February 3rd, February 10th, February 24th, and March 3rd. Registration is required through the UW Extension uh, website. It's, uh, again, a free webinar, and pre-registration is required to obtain that Zoom link. Hey, let's look at the markets on the country elevator prices side. Golden Plump Art Arcadia has corn at 450. Corn at the Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek Countryside Cooperative Elevators is at 438, and soybeans at those locations are at 1282. Osseo has corn at 445, beans at 1282. Stevens Point has beans at 1295. Elk Mound has corn at 439 and beans at 1288. Sparta, corn is 444 and beans 1288. Ellsworth, corn is 430 and soybeans 1282. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville is at 446 for their corn. Stanley at 445 and New Richmond at 438. And Buck Country Grains has corn and that's Buck Country Grains and Doomer's Grain Service has corn at 441 and beans at 1312. And to look at the dairy markets, barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday at 164. That's up eight and a half. 40 pound blocks at 178 and a half, up 10 and three quarters. And grade AA butter at 143 and a half, down one and a quarter. The Class 3 milk futures, January, is at 1666. That's up 49. February 1904, up $1.17. That's yes, up $1.17. March 1892, up 89. And April 1826, up 28. Those prices are mixed through December. Well, once again, we're expected to have that same sort of weather hanging around this morning. Fog, though not as heavy as during the past few days, and uh, shouldn't be as dense, as I said, and um, the high temperatures should be hanging around the mid to upper 20s. There's hope for some sunshine by later in the weekend. Today, we're looking at a high of 27 with a low of 18, Friday a high of 28 with a low of 15, and Saturday a high of 26 with a low of 17. That wraps it up here at the Milk House at Wax 104.5 with the Midwest Farm Report. This is Scott. We'll see you with Bob tomorrow morning. Wax 104.5.